you are listening to Indie Creators in the Joy Zone with your hosts, Thomas Ardovani and Suzanne Toro. You can tune in for your ease of listening pleasure on your favorite streaming device. We are streaming currently on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Pandora, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the World Wide Web. Without further ado, let's dive in with Indie Creators. Follow, follow the sun, and which way the wind blows, when this day is done. Set your intentions, dream with care. Tomorrow's a new day for everyone. The brand new moon and brand new sun. Donna, welcome to Indie Creators in the Joy Zone. You're here with uh, Thomas Artavani and Suzanne Toro, and we are hey, here to celebrate hey, you. Hey, welcome. Yeah, and your music and, and all that you bring as an artist. Get into uh, your process and how you connect your music to your spiritual existence and get into some of your professional experiences. <laughs> well, we're all here to inspire one another, so. <laughs> so we're excited to have you. It's been a minute since. I've spoken to you last. You know, in this past COVID, you've put out two, uh, like, a nice prayer, and then a, a love song, like a love, a love that went bye bye. Can you share? Because I, I like because you're, you're you started, you know, and the people that don't know you might know you from one angle or the other. You started in uh, kind of the pop world, you know, mainstream pop world, and then. Uh, have blessed us with so many spiritual songs and then now you introduce a new pop song can you share about that yes well it's really interesting because this is just isn't the song that just came out as a single it's not just any old song it actually is a big part of my story because mm. i toured with madonna i started working with her in 87. um i wasn't quite at, at that point in 87 i wasn't yet a solo artist i was in a band and i wanted to you know i was singing a lot of background vocals and doing a lot of jobs and i did i was auditioning a lot in hollywood and i finally went to this audition long story short i ended up getting the job with madonna and working with her and you know she was such an incredible influence on me as, as a strong woman, as a great artist, self-realized artist, you know, so the more I've worked with her, the more I got to be um, featured and spotlighted with her on stage and in her work. Right. And then there was a point where I went out and got my own record deal in 1991 and she gave me a song. And this was a song that was uh, for her album, Like a Prayer, which I love that album and I sang on that album. Mm. And I felt like it was a very, you know, spiritual album for her. She was going through a breakup and and just, she was dealing with a lot of subject matter, like about her mom, her dad, um, just delving into like dynamics of deep relationships, you know. Right. So she'd written this song and it's called Just a Dream. She mm. gave it to me. It became part of my repertoire of my first album. Wow. So that is came it, out on Is that the Universal. song that we have loaded in, in the machine? Yeah, we have two of our videos. But we which, which ones do we have? What, what's the title? Heaven and um, Sit Rat Nam, is that right? That you Satsuri? Satsuri? Yeah, Satsuri with yeah. Belinda Carlisle. But finish so guys telling thought, the story. No, I just want to so be anyway, added because I would have put it so, on. <laughs> you know, there's so many, there's so many, um, so many good reasons for me to come out with this song. One is that I was signed with this huge record company. And when everything ended up going digital later, they never made this album available mm. digitally. They never put it up. Wow. And the fans, like this was a single for me, you know, it was, it yeah. charted top 10 on the dance charts. It charted in the UK chart. You know, it, it had its own success and it got out to a lot of fans and it really helped me start building my base as an artist. 
So it was nowhere to be found. So for years, the fans that followed me through becoming an indie artist and staying, you know, being true to myself as a singer songwriter, getting into world music, getting into devotional music, you know, they've been like coming along with me on this ride, but I feel like they've been saying, you know, we want, we love those songs. We love that old song. We love praying for love. We love just a dream. And there was a song called somewhere in my heart. Mm. And they were like, we want to hear you sing those songs. And they were so frustrated, frustrated that they couldn't get those digitally. And they maybe they couldn't find their physical copy from 20 something years ago. Right. So I finally re-recorded the song. Now I own the master. I have full rights to put it out. I can license the song, TV. You know, I own this work. And it, it was really important for me to just kind of go back and reclaim that. I and, think so. <laughs> and realize that this is like where I got my start. And the yeah. song is is very poignant to me. I mean, last summer, you know, I'm married and I have children. But I went back to France to um, visit old friends. And one of them was my old boyfriend that actually, I really sang that song to him mm. in that time. It was like my first big love. And I saw him and, and I was thinking, you know, I was thinking of him in that song. I remembered in that time how oh. it really just... It's part of the story of my life. So yeah, it comes through. Um, so that's that single that just came out. But before then was Satsiri. And that was a song that I had asked Belinda Carlisle to guest with me on. And we decided to give all of the proceeds to a charity called Yoga Gives Back, which is amazing. And all the links are um, on, on my Instagram and usually and also on my Facebook and everything. When you see the song, there'll be links to the charity. Beautiful. And, and we'll share them below too. Yeah. In the, in the final cut. Kundalini mantra. And it's just a beautiful Yogi Bhajan. It's been spoken of as the mantra for the Aquarian age. Oh. And it's really about us, you know, really getting in touch with our spiritual nature. Mm. And it's so, it's just so important to know that we're part of, we're not just this body. You know, we are yep. spiritual beings and we're part of this great divine creation. Yeah. And to identify with that, to identify with the unchanging, undying truth. Right. That we are. So that mantra is um, is important. It's been part of my practice for a long time and I've wanted to record it. And it was just amazing that I reunited as friends with Belinda because I used to tour with her in 1988. I was going to ask, did you tour with her? That's beautiful. So you're doing a full circle right now. Uh, touching your past and bringing it into the present, which is really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've been, I've had these two sides of me that have been like the pop music singer, songwriter, um, and then the devotional side, but I always wanted, I always dreamed about making a record. I wanted to blend them both together Yeah, and not so, have to just do a mantra album and then do a singer songwriter album. Yeah. So I feel like I've <laughs> come into this place now as well, that, I can produce music that I can have a wider audience. Right. And and a, a big tool for me with that is going to be a meditation album that I've been working on. Mm. It's just really chill. It's something people can come home and relax to, put it on. Right. Thing that just calms you and give, takes you back to your heart, to your center. Goals and very like cinematic and atmospheric right. and ambient you know what's beautiful yeah. is how eloquent and it was such ease that you speak about the uh transition between your art and your spiritual practice your art and your spiritual practice you can tell that you've become this uh uh they've blended and they've they've uh, made you what you are as an artist and uh for so many aspiring artists that uh, would love to be you in mm -hmm. uh, your accomplishment, although they can't be you, they can be they. But can you explain a little bit about how this uh, your spiritual practice uh, eventually melded with your musical experience? A lot of that, I think, has to do with I grew up as my father was a producer and he was a legendary, legendary musician. So he was playing on like the Phil Spector hits in the Wrecking Crew right before when I came into the world. And then he was playing on like pet sounds and then he became a producer and my dad was a successful producer. So I'd be in the studio with him all the time. And there was so much creating of music going on around me. And I watched my dad 
just drop into his heart and his, you know, his sole purpose as a musician and as a creator, mm -hmm. as an artist. And then when I started doing that as, at a young age, I had this deep connection with my dad. And it, it was a father-daughter connection, but it also was because we shared music and we shared this passion. Mm -hmm. Then later on, we ended up going to, to a church. Um, it was the Science of Wine Church, um, which science was like- of wine? Mind. So it's like Church of Religious Science. <laughs> yeah, so you guys, I call it, I call it the greatest hits of all religions kind of church, you know, but, but the, the minister really brought in so much Eastern philosophy. So a lot mm. of Buddhism, um, a lot of, probably a lot of Buddhism philo uh, philosophies. And I ju it just resonated with me when I was like 14. Mm. And just all these signs from my childhood, you know, I ended up going to Swami Muktananda and being blessed by him. Just a, a random person brought me there. And that was when I was about 15. And I remember walking in and just the devotional singing and the community and just the smell in the air and, and everything having to do with India always just made me feel like at home. So kind of found so, your, you kind of found your voice in those in those uh, in, in your that, soul, in your practice with those people. I guess you found a true voice, a, a true energy while you were uh, doing those uh, mantras and. But it wasn't until so much later, I even, you know, when I was 18, I came back to LA and I started studying yoga. And, you know, back then it wasn't like it is now. I mean, it was very like obscure. Right. It was, it was just by chance that I got into this community of like macrobiotic people, you know, hanging around all the vegan vegetarian restaurants in Los Angeles. I worked at a place called The Source. Oh, which yeah. is a famous on the, on, the on the Brea? No, it was on Sunset Boulevard, you guys. It's in oh, one of the Woody one. Allen movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You guys, and so I was kind of in this circle, and I started going to yoga, and then I started being a nanny for a person that went to yoga there, and I was kind of in that community, and and I was really into the studies, but I didn't think anything like I could have a career incorporating that. You know, that was like a separate thing that I did. And then I had to get back to dance class and I had to go on my auditions for like pop music videos and, <laughs> and all that. And the universe and kept tapping you. <laughs> it wasn't until a lot later. A lot of people are asked me, you know, was it the influence of Madonna? Like, did you influence her to get into yoga or did she influence you? It just was all kind of bubbling up and happening. Mm -hmm. And I remember her getting into it and, and thinking, wow, I got to get back to that. I was really into that practice and it really helped my body and it helped my nervous system and you know it was a great tool to have she, she got so into a, madonna got into a lot of things she got into the kabbalah right yeah and uh, was that the same time she was doing the yoga uh, did you know probably a little after a little after but i'm sure she just you know we all as we go along we take all these you know teachings and tools that we found that work for us and we just incorporate them in our lives and and she was always sharing what she was into. And I always appreciated that because there were spiritual teachers that would come and give talks. And, we, and when we were working with her, there'd be evenings that we could go and listen to them. And, and I really mm. appreciated that that's the way she was like, just kind of helping expose people to that that were around her in a really beautiful way. Like, hey, if you want to check this out, you can. You know, this is my teacher and, and, uh, just beautiful people and beautiful teachings. And I've always found so a lot mentored, of truth. You were, you were mentored by Madonna. <laughs> kind of, kind of, she was your, she was your gal, huh? In a lot of ways, you know, the biggest way is really being a, like a soul creator and producing my own music and knowing that just, you know, being born in the sixties and having a mom that was like a housewife. My <laughs> mom wanted, my mom wanted to be a singer, but it just wasn't possible. It right. was not possible. Like my dad was the one who worked. He was the musician. I would all night at the sessions. My mom was home with the three kids. You know, she yeah. used to sing on some records with my dad, like that he was producing, but it just really wasn't possible unless probably unless you had tons of money. Right. And you were maybe in, you know, in show business and you were an actress and you had all this help or whatever it was, but we didn't have that. And for me to like have this kind of role model that was so powerful when when I 
start working with her. She already was so powerful and successful. And she was like, I watched her, you know, leading and being the boss of all these men and women. <laughs> and you guys, I mean, it was incredible to see the power she had and things that I thought like somebody would be smoking on the set. And I would think, oh, somebody's smoking, you know, how are we going to get them to stop? And she would just be like, who's smoking? You're out of here, you know? <laughs> Sounds about whatever. Right. <laughs> well, let's, I, I appreciate it. Let's listen to some of your work. Let's see if we can get this uh, turn on one of these pieces of music that you have and see which one comes up here. <laughs> it's a surprise. Listening to Indie Creators in the Joy Zone with your hosts, Thomas Artivani and Suzanne Toro. You can tune in for your ease of listening pleasure on your favorite streaming device. We are streaming currently on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Pandora, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the World Wide Web. Without further ado, let's dive in with Indie Creators. Follow, follow the sun, and which way the wind blows, when this day is done. Well, that was quite extraordinary, and that was uh, quite a treat. So. Uh, you, you could, <laughs> there's no mistaking that your, your spiritual life is in your music at that point, for sure. But uh, can, can you explain a little bit about what went into that piece of work? Well, that's um, a photographer that I worked with for so long and, and also a video director named Nick Spanos, who's incredible. Like, he's done all of my videos, all the, I mean, we've just really, like, grown together as artists. And he, he, he does a lot of people's videos and everything. So I really appreciate him 
he was really supportive when I said, I want to get Belinda involved in this and do something together. She's got a really deep Kundalini mantra or Kundalini yoga practice. Mm. So she loved that mantra. That kind of like, it made her want to be part of it, of course. And we also decided that when we collaborate, we're going to, it's always going to go to charity. Beautiful. So she has a, a We're going to do another song for that next. Well, so that, us, that's really, that's really yeah, nice. I give our listener a little bit of a sense of how much work goes into putting something like that out. The thing is, we we plan to keep shooting me doing different setups and everything, but it, we all went into lockdown. So we had to use like more footage of the two of us together. We had to use a lot of effects and everything. And, and it's the brilliant editing because... First of all, I had to cut down the song because all of my songs are like 10 minutes. And <laughs> Good it, it is so music. funny. Yeah, exactly. And he's always like, can we cut it down to three minutes? <laughs> no, and I yeah. think it's so funny. I'm like, I tell him, I'm like, good luck. Go for it. <laughs> so he actually did that edit. That's actually a remix, though, of an acoustic version that's on the, um, we have vinyl that's coming out that people mm. can also pre-order. That goes, and we've. We've already sold a good amount pre-order that's going to go to the cause, which is great. Um, so it's just a great, great thing. It's something I've been thinking of for so long. I've been thinking of collaborating with Belinda again, so that all happened. So I'm really happy about it. You know, that, that's Will you guys a do a pop song together? I would love to. You know, I, <laughs> I, think I, did, a fun. Pop, I did a pop cover with this other, um, the man who remixed that track is named Resounder, and he'll he'll bring me like covers to do. So I covered the song Running Up That Hill by Kate mm -hmm. Bush with him. And then we covered another song by Crowded House. Mm -hmm. And that hasn't come out yet, but I thought about asking Belinda to put her voice on it. It would be really cool. But also like, I think we should find some other more like 80s obscure kind of song. Like that, that song was such a huge hit. You know yeah. what's fun? You know what's fun talking to you. You're so you're so much you so are, are so much your music, and so you've attained a level of comfortable and confident, and there doesn't seem to be much of a question as to how to do things. It's just really what you want to do, and and just doing it. Um, there's got to be what what is that feeling that you get from this particular vocation? Is there? Do you have a little switch that kind of goes off inside of you and then bada bing, you're right in your element and you're harmonizing with the world around you and your voice kind of moves through you without without uh, without controlling it or judging it? Is it just a, an emotional ride now? Is it just like a bird flying or what's going on in there? Yeah, it, you know, it is, especially when I do live events. I'm just trying to just connect... Um, Depends on what the piece is. If it's a meditation piece, it's more kind of transcendent. It's a different kind of connection. But if I'm connected, connecting with something that's so emotional that I wrote about something in my life or a relationship, something I'm so emotional about, I just connect to that emotion. And for me, music is that tool. So it, it just drops me into my heart, into my soul. And thank God I have that. Mm -hmm. You know, I can always connect with music, but I have to just give it up for all the people that I work with. And this is the advice I can give people. You know, you have to find people that are fans of your work, of you, of your, whether it's your soul or your voice or your writing, your poetry, the notes that you write. People, mm -hmm. surround yourself with people that can really just cheer you on and support you and work with them. Hmm. Because that's something I've learned, you know, I've worked with great, great musicians. And when they weren't there for me really being supportive, I couldn't be free. I couldn't feel really comfortable. I would doubt, you know, I'd be mixing my record with someone if I didn't feel that support from them. I would start listening to my vocals back and I would doubt myself. Hmm. When I spent yeah. hours in the studio working on those vocals. And then I was like, because they weren't. I just didn't feel like they were really supporting. They didn't really, if they didn't really love my music. It's kind um, of like the chef. You can feel the angry chef in the, the food. <laughs> so you don't want non-haters mixing your music. Well, what's interesting, <laughs> though, you, you called it that. When, when, I, when I do that, you referenced the magic as that. 
and as if it was something over there. And so, can you can you kind of dive into uh, your metaphysical that your existential that? You know, like it's it's a, just a, like a miracle to me with music and singing, and whether it's the, the vibration of just singing. Um, and I'm just like living my soul's purpose. And I, you know, I had so many conditions when I was younger and it was along with the mainstream pop culture. When I got this big record deal and I had to have a big hit song. That's why it's so important for me to like re-release the song now because I really felt, and I did have success, but it wasn't like this huge success that they were like banking on me having where I didn't get to develop. You know, I just had to like, you got to go out. If you don't make it on your first single, you're done. Wow. Right. And then you go away and then you get away from the record label and you feel, you. Know, it's like you feel like a failure. Right. Because all those people that were, it wasn't real. You know, they were like, you're going to, we're going to do this and that and making you all these promises in that. And you, you really realize, I realized going down that road of who was really there. And my dad always told me those stories that I had to just go out and live it for myself. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> who are my real friends? You know, all these yeah. people, like, they sent me out there to like, I mean, it's like a whole book, you know? Well, like, you probably saw a lot of that. With- you know, working with Madonna and some of the artists you've had the opportunity to work with, you know, you see all the different dynamics. You know, I, I used to work with a, a pretty well-known band and you see all the dynamics of people, you know, cruising around trying to get what they need. And then you see the loyal people that are there. Um, so I, I guess you don't learn that until you, you experience it, right? <laughs> Someone you know, you hurt. have to experience it. And then I would run into, you know, as I got maybe in my 30s or, you know, I'd already been become an indie artist and I started and I went on tour in a van with my musicians and we played like Virgin Megastore in stores. Mm. Orders oh, I miss the Virgin stores. <laughs> we did like the Annie DeFranco tour, you know, yeah. it was like, and it was so empowering, you guys. And I sold like 20,000 albums of my own record that I Oh, we need you to know? bring and that I kept, back. Like, pressing more and pressing more. Remember when people used to have physical. Yeah. And I, when I would run into artists or new artists and they'd say, yeah, I just have to make it big and, and everything and and I always thought you know what don't put so many conditions on it don't make it so conditional for your own happiness because it really should just be the work and the the fact that you've finished an album or you just wrote a song and nowadays just put it out there to people just share it with your yeah. community that is success to me absolutely well right now we're on the like cusp of the whole music industry shifting once again I mean one of my friends, he got word once we went into COVID that he, uh-huh. he's support crew. Uh, he should go get a new career because they the music industry was going to be the last to come back. Wow. Um, which we're seeing the truth in that statement. Um, so I think it's kind of like the wild wild west. Everyone can recreate, you know, what music is. Press albums, I, you know, go on the road, the roadside shows. You know, I think we'll become well, inventive. Yeah, and we're doing like we. I did a Zoom concert a week ago or so. A Zoom concert? Oh no! It's a Zoom concert, right? And there's everyone's faces except a lot of people had their screens off, so that was like. Yeah. Eh. I felt like my best friend who's a high school teacher, and none of the kids put their screens on. She's so frustrated. I was like, I yeah. Don't know. But enough people were there, and they were from all around the world. Oh, beautiful! And that was exciting. And I thought, okay, maybe they're they're in the bathrobes or whatever. You know, that's why they have their screen off. And I did, you guys, I really felt like I could still connect because people were tuned in and we all had this intention and it was a Sunday at noon, my time. So a lot of people like in Europe and other places, it was like Sunday night. I don't know. I just felt like everyone was really in the same space Mm. and it was about a little over an hour and I couldn't read the comments, but I, I was so excited after we finished that that evening to go back and watch it and read the comments beautiful <laughs> yeah and you guys and however many That's people cool. were there it's <laughs> i try to not like put expectations like there has to be this many people for me to feel like it's it's a success it's like whoever tuned in great yeah. they were meant to be there right like if it's one it's one and like, you're putting that you energy know? out there you're putting that good <laughs> vibe out into the world that doesn't stop that goes out and comes back in all different forms and shapes and sizes 
uh, and that and that's really what's exciting. So we, let's let's do this again because that was so much fun. I think I got. And there was a. Yeah, this can segue into the next piece. And there was a beautiful young artist that follows me that was watching that Zoom concert. And I <clears throat> I know you're not going to show this video, but I did have a bun uh, many of my fans give me footage for a song called Diamonds in the Sun. Mm. And we made we cut this video together of everybody and she's in it singing. And oh, um, and I knew she was watching and it's just it's beautiful to know that I could be it goes back to something you asked me before just about inspiring other people yeah. to be on this path and to um to just have confidence and just keep listening to their heart and following their bliss and are you going to play heaven video? yeah okay so heaven. this is a video where i went in and, and worked with a friend of mine's dance company they're they're teenagers they're um it was just so sweet and i said i want to do tai chi and and i want to do taekwondo so i found my daughter's taekwondo teacher in topanga he, he's in this video. He's incredible. Yeah. It's and awesome. and then the girls you're going to see are this, it's a, um, you know, they're students, dancers. And so it was really fun to work with them. And they had a great time and they had like a professional experience. And it was just a lot of fun. And it's a great message that says heaven could be anywhere. Why not here right now in this moment? Which I love. Uh -huh. uh, on earth as it is in heaven. On yeah. earth as it is in heaven. Exactly. Let's watch it. Thank you. 
You are listening to Indie Creators in the Joy Zone with your hosts, Thomas Ardovani and Suzanne Toro. You can tune in for your ease of listening pleasure on your favorite streaming device. We are streaming currently on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Pandora, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the World Wide Web. Without further ado, let's dive in with Indie Creators. Follow, follow the sun, and which way the wind blows, when this day is done. Beautiful. Wow. You know, I've been what listening a to this a, a, treat, a huh? couple times, uh, and you know, you really blend it all right there with the spiritual aspect, and then feeling this poppy, fun. Um, I don't know. It, it. I feel like your whole repertoire is in that song. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, I mean, there you go. I feel like I, I, I got heaven right here on earth. Exactly. <laughs> mission accomplished, right? And mission, we all we all need to recognize that that you know we sometimes we forget. So yeah, uh, absolutely. Donna, so you're gonna have this meditation album come out to help keep us calm and get back to center. And are you gonna also do a pop album, or are you gonna blend them all together? <laughs> yeah. First, the. Um, I, it was an EP, but then I added more songs that Just a Dream and Diamonds in the Sun is on this album that's going to come out. So there's more of like the singer-songwriter. Beautiful. I did an Alison Krauss cover on that that's just so beautiful. It's just amazing. Beautiful. The Cuban Wait. Trace guitar. So it's kind of, it's very rootsy. Nice. Yeah. Um, and that's a lot the pre-order of, um, that people can do right now? No, that's, the pre-order's on the vinyl. Okay. And then that the pre-order will go up maybe in a month or two, right before that, okay. the next album comes out, and that's the the Just a Dream is on, and then after that will be the meditation album that I still I'm kind of um, doing some finishing touches, then I have to mix it. Yeah. So that'll your, be probably late summer. Your voice is so angelic, so it's nice. I you know you're gonna soothe many. Well, yeah, I love. I love it. Well, listen, it, it's not, you know, the talent is, I mean, where is the talent? And so the talent lay in sort of this mysterious little aspect of yourself that you don't want to really talk too much about. But uh, there's, uh, uh, it's amazing to see an artist in full bloom with absolute control over her domain. And that's, uh, it's, it's, really a, it's really a pleasure to have you here. But it's really that ability to share your gift and then you're also elevating and allowing people to tap into higher states of consciousness as you go through your as you go through your uh, your, your songs and so mm-hmm. are you conscientiously understanding that your music is elevating people's level of consciousness is that, is that, is that goal? well it it does it for me to begin with. You know, I've had like these incredible experiences working on this music. The first mantra album I did called The Lover and the Beloved. I really it was the first time when I was like chanting the mantra over and over and I was singing, recording my vocals. And there was someone, there was an engineer in the room. I literally became a witness. I, I was not the singer. I was just hearing my voice. Mm. And I was just lost in the in the mantra, and it's so repetitive. That's the whole idea about it, right? Is that you don't have to you don't have to have your mind engaged. Absolutely, um, you can lose yourself in it. So I had this real transcendent experience. I, I I understood it, making that first album, and then I've I've had that same experience as working on. You know, it's just something about the mantras. It's about the repetition. You know, yeah. there is a part of me, like musically, I love to change things all the time. I love to change chords and have bridges and t- tags to the chorus and, you know. Yeah. And there's something about traditional music that just really stays. There's always a drone going. Right. So on this meditation album, even though there's arrangements and the strings change and they go up and then they come down, it go- comes back to the drone and it's simple. 
Mm. Um, I wanted to play around with those dynamics, but always have that drone there. Now I haven't mixed the album yet, but I can imagine that I want to say to the mixer, I've got all this sound painted oh, now. I want you to open oh. it up more. Mm. I want you to create more space than even my rough mixes. Right. So feel free if you want to take <laughs> some stuff out. Just let's get to the essence of this, and I want to keep people in that state right. when they're listening to it, even though there is a lot of information there. Yeah, absolutely.、Um, I want it to sound simple and open. You have、so、a good relationship with your mixer. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, this this man, he's in New York, I and mean, there's another mixer I've been working with recently. But this man, Kevin Killen, I mean, he mixed so for Peter Gabriel、mm, and Kate、go. Bush, Hounds of Love. Yeah. You know, like some of my all-time best favorite records,、um, Elvis Costello and. And you know Kevin is just so versatile. He's a multi-Grammy winner for production and mixing.、Hmm. You know I trust him so much. He's got really big ears, and、yeah. like literally, <laughs> just beautiful big he ears. He was designed to hear. He's so. This man、uh, is so beautiful. He's from Ireland. Aw, he's like his sensitivity, <laughs> and he's very respectful. And we he's mixed so many records for me. You know,、yeah. and we've gone on this journey. Um, Beautiful. So I think the meditation album. I really thought hard about this. Like, who is going to mix this? You know. Yeah. So it'll be a process, though. It's never. Well, well, it's well, never it's, easy. It's funny、yeah. that you skirt that skirt that question that you're <laughs> elevating people's levels of consciousness. <laughs> He's going to bring what, you back. What kind of and what kind of responsibility that entails and that kind of power? Because that is ultimate power, and I guess that's the reason why you continue to make music because you understand that you do you have that impact on your audience or. Yeah, and I, I do realize that from the feedback and watching how it's affected people, and there, yeah, of course, there's a responsibility, especially when I've made music like that and people have used my music for a tool. You know, you know, I realize that, and that's my intention always. And some of my meditation tracks, you guys, I put them, I put them on to listen to them, and I go into this like deep state of relaxation. <laughs> there was one guy that I was working with recently. Who's a, like an engineer, and he works on pop music all the time. So he was like taking his pulse when my track was playing. He said his pulse went down so it's never gone so low, and he said that's like the most relaxed state he's ever been working Aww, on music. That's so, beautiful. You know, things well, like that. Well, you know what that is? You trigger the relaxation response in another human. Well, of course, yeah. And that's a magical, that's a magical place that people work very hard to get、yeah. to. <laughs> and that's the yeah, no, so, number one thing people request when I I work with sound shamanically, but they request feeling calm. So it's fantastic that you're putting out work that's going to help facilitate the number one thing most of humanity wants to feel calm. So basically, <laughs> your music, and I don't know if the FDA would allow me to say this. Heals people,、uh, <laughs> and possibly,、uh, and possibly、uh, transports them. Possibly lowers blood pressure. Possibly、uh, physiologically allows、uh, the human being to harmonize and to let go of stress and to、uh, view the world with a fresh pair of eyes. I mean, that's and and what about going to their hearts and、yeah. uh, forgive, be able to feel forgiveness and、uh-huh. peace. That is a big, you guys. That is a big. Yeah, theme on this record, and I even do the oh, whole poem of prayer. Good. Good. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Yep.、Um, What's the name of the album again? On the heels of that statement. I, you know, I'm still tossing around ideas for the name. Oh come on! But I think it's going to be it's going to be based on、um, one of the mantras,、hmm. the meaning a meaning of one of the mantras, and and a lyric that I picked up on. Because a lot of times I'll look up the meaning and I'll read through a lot of meaning. Because it's all been translated in different interpretations, right?、Yeah. And I'll pick out phrases and things that I might want to like put into the song. So which one? In a really simple which one, way. Which one are you thinking? Yeah. Wait, what's the, what's the okay,、one? I'll、Wait. sing you a little piece of this. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yay. So the mantra is Om Gati Gati Parakati Parasam Gati Bodhisattva. Om gati gati parakati, 
Parasangate bodhisattva. And here's the translation lyric. Gone, gone, gone to a further shore. Gone, gone, gone to a further shore. That's magic. I got to tell you. So what do you think I should call the album? I, I think they're gone to a further shore. Fucking bliss. You call it bliss. That's the only thing, that's the only thing uh, left to say after hearing you, watching you do that. That just brought tears to my eyes. I don't even know what the hell you said, but it brought a tear to gone. my eyes. But Donna, I have to say that the when you transcend to English, it's like the divine coming through at us. Like It's so beautiful. So please... Do that, and I had a, a, a Indian man tell me that you know here in the West we should teach in English because that's our language. Mm -hmm. So I don't know when you the transition from the mantra to your lyrics is just so I'm excited for this album. <laughs> so that's a good tip to not in the mix bury that part in the back to put that. No, one. like put it up. Like wow, you're that that was really hit my heart. So, yeah, and yeah, for yeah. someone that chants at people all day long, every day almost, uh, please, more of that. <laughs> so I hope you guys, I mean, my, I, you know, I don't mean to be, I don't want to put conditions on my music ever. Yeah. But like my intentions are so strong with this music. Yeah. Well, it'll flow. It'll be guided. But yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So. Just in the raw right now. Like we didn't have anything. Exactly. And when I sat down right in lockdown by myself to do this, these pieces came out. So whether yeah. they right, they're part of me and part of my practice, they're part of my song now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they got written that way. Yeah. What a yeah. gift what a gift you are. So here's here you go. We're we're winding down here. So mm -hmm. I I gotta ask you this. I gotta, I gotta ask you. <laughs> the first one. If you were if you were if you were God, what would be the three things you would do for our humanity? Here on planet Earth, goddess. Well, we, well, we just experienced she is goddess. Yeah. So, we got that. so goddess. Oh, I mean, make us respect all, all life. Make um, us respect all life. That's one. To to respect all life. And what does that look? I like mean, to know life? to know that we are divine. We are the divine. We are all oh, one. Uh -oh. All right, one so, in the divine. What, so which one is it? One in the divine or respect all life? Oh, well, there's, we can use two. There can be two. Yeah, you um, get three. <laughs> I get three. Yeah, what are you going to bestow, bestow upon humanity? I mean, forgiveness has to be a big... To, uh, just, well, to have us, to have us choose love over fear. Mm. Wow. You would be a wonderful so in, God. We would, be, we, we would be in good good hands with you. Oh, well, just enlighten us that we could do that fully. Yeah. Mm. Well, Donna, I got to tell you. I mean, I don't. You know, it, I mean, if you have anything closing or anything else you'd like to share, or Suzanne, if you have another question for this extraordinary being, uh, uh, now's the time. Now's the time. Well, I, I'm just in awe. Like I said, you that little morsel you just gave us really touched my soul so thank you once you have everything all pulled together we definitely want to have you back to uh love everyone up and uh can you share from your perspective uh where forgiveness has created an obstacle and where the power of forgiving can free you or maybe you experienced it freeing you forgiveness has created an obstacle like well, the inability to give it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I feel, you know, back to my relationship with my father, my, my mother never forgave my father. And my mom died when I was young. Mm. So it made a really big impression on me. Yeah. And in that having, I knew I had to be a forgiving person. I mm. have to. I can't hold on to this stuff. You know, my life depends on it. Yeah. Because I watch when you're a kid and you watch your parent mm. die like that. And you know it's because of anger. And you yeah. know. 
it's not cancer. It's not forgiving and not letting go. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel that that's, um, of course, that's been an obstacle for me because that's been part of my story. But at the same time, it was a beautiful teaching. Absolutely. And it's an opportunity for me to like be able to, I, my dad died in my arms and I got to fully 100%. I got to forgive my father for my mother. Oh, oh that's beautiful. So, yeah, and you know, you know, you know what's so transcendent about that is, and, and the gift that you've just given all of us, the reminder of, the reminder of perspective and, uh, and, and to uh, go to that free place where if somebody's struggling or hurting, that your job is not to, not to reflect that, but to help or to be there for someone. Uh, and people that haven't forgiven or don't forgive are hurting. So exactly. The, the response typically to somebody who's hurting is to give them equal hurt back. But the the, the beautiful lesson there is to, uh, to to help somebody that's hurting, and and that's beautiful. I was going to say to take responsibility for your own healing, and we right. all have to take learn how to heal ourselves. Responsibility for your own healing. What a gift! Ring that bell. Ring that bell. You guys are so oh, funny. We're going. We're going. <laughs> but um. <laughs> There's, you gotta, you gotta I, go. Clearly, you got, you got family clinging at you. I, well, I can, I can either close with something that kind of, um, yeah, a song that's in English that actually I didn't write. Um, there's two little things that came to mind just now. I've been singing the the song "One" by U2 because I did an early version of it. It's going to be like a bonus track on something. Nice. And and relating to that conversation is, does it make it easier on you now? You've got someone to blame. So that's relating to like not pointing the finger at someone yeah. else and taking responsibility for your own choice to yeah. be happy and to be kinder and yeah. to be forgiving. So, but I'll oh. close with, I'll close with this song. I'll just a verse and a chorus of the song Please. and it's called kinder. And, um, it's just a powerful, powerful message, and I feel like it kind of touches on some things we talked about in this conversation. Yeah. I've decided to be happy. I've decided to be glad. I've decided to be grateful for all I've ever had. I've decided to let go. Of all this pain tonight, I've decided to let go of all these demons inside. Now I know I am blessed. Now I know all I ever wanted was this. Now I know I don't need more. I've got what I came for. I've decided. I've decided. What have you decided? I've decided to be kinder. You can fill in the blank on your own there. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Hey, hey, hey come no. on, please come on back to Indie Craze and enjoy us. It's been Thomas Ordovani and Suzanne Toro here on Indie Craze with Donna Delore. Um, You're a gift, Donna. What a gift. Thank you. Thanks for asking me to be here with you. Thanks for the support. It's been, yeah. been really fun being in this special time with you. Absolutely. Little, little, little virtual world we got going on. <laughs> so listen, we'll say goodbye, and we're going to talk about you, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send we're gonna send everybody out with one of your pieces of music, and hopefully Facebook won't shut us down because <laughs> it's your music. Yeah. Yay! Thank <laughs> and, you guys. And thank your daughter for being patient. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You. Thank you. Bye. See you. Namaste. Namaste. That was really magical. Was... A lot of emotion. She hit that note. Pretty, pretty, pretty extraordinary stuff. Pretty, yeah. Pretty extraordinary stuff. Yeah. I, she, that really hit the contrast of the two. So I'm excited for that. It'll be interesting to see how it all comes together. Well, well I love how she gets kind of tackled. Yeah. 
that's why I'm doing it. I'm <laughs> elevating people's levels of consciousness. Yeah, so like, all of a sudden, it's like it's, the mystery is not out. Because once you get to where she's at, I mean, there's nothing left to do. Yeah. There's nothing left to really strive for. She's had all the success that she needs, and now it's just about serving her fellow human through her craft. Yeah. It doesn't get much better than that, does it? Well, and she's definitely a seasoned chef because the way she's talking and about her music and creation, it's like she's like, okay, and this and that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no shortage of creative juices going there. <laughs> well, not at all. Yeah. Well, it was, it's been fun. Good, yeah. Good, good guest, Suzanne. Wonderful, so, wonderful finds across the yeah, board. Yeah, next week um, we'll be having a, a wise sage uh, out of Atelierae, Colorado. He has a tea hut over there, but he's a wealth of knowledge and a lot of fun. He's quite jovial. And then Colin, Colin Hooden. Colin Hooden. Yeah. Next and week. Living right. Tea. And then we have... Living I'm, Tea. His place is called Living, called living tea. tea in Thyroid. Cool. Yeah. And then we have a, another gentleman. I don't want to release the name because I haven't got 100% confirmation, but a musician, a soulful musician. So, so, so cowboy. So that'll be fun too. Well, beautiful. So, well, and, where can you find us, Suzanne? Well, you can find us lots of places. This segment that's live here will be also airing on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, uh, Pandora now, and also on SoundCloud and on Rumble. You'll be able to see this segment also. So, yeah. Well, beautiful. Thank, thank you, any creators, joy drum crowd, yes. people. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for supporting us and. Uh, uh, look for us weekly uh, with a with a new guest, entrepreneur, artist, a seasoned uh, individual, somebody nonconformist. So non, if you nonconformist, all the nonconformists. <laughs> if you know one, have them call us. Yeah, and we'll check them out. And if they're if they're artists, that's wonderful. We'll promote their work and. You are listening to Indie Creators in the Joy Zone with your hosts, Thomas Ardovani and Suzanne Toro. You can tune in for your ease of listening pleasure on your favorite streaming device. We are streaming currently on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Pandora, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the World Wide Web. Without further ado, let's dive in with Indie Creators. Follow the sun And which way the wind blows When this day is done Breathe Breathe in the air Set your intention a new day for everyone a brand new moon and brand new sun follow follow the sun which way the Day is done. So follow, breathe, follow, breathe in the air. Dare I set your intentions? Dream with care. Tomorrow's a new day for everyone. A brand new moon. So follow. 
follow the sun, the direction of the birds, the direction.